As Angelica is coming forward to deliver our morning message, I would like to share with you our scripture lesson. It is Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, where we're told, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. This is the word of the Lord for us today. Thanks be to God. Good morning. So I'm going to open up in prayer. I have this microphone on my ear, and it's really weird. And this whole entire thing is weird and uncomfortable, but I'm stepping out of my comfort zone. So I just um, invite you to close your eyes and pray with me. (sighs) Dear God, I just come before you, and I thank you so much for this opportunity to share your word. And I thank you so much for my life that I have today. I pray that you would just take away all of my anxieties and my fears and the uncomfortable feelings that I'm feeling right now, Lord. I just pray that you would take them away and that you would just come and do what you do best, Lord, because I cannot do this without you. And I just pray for all these things in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So this this morning's message is about what I'm learning about God. Um, It's called Dating God, and I'm going to give you a little background on why we chose that for a title. In 2015, I entered a program, um, and they took me through the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, Later on, I learned that the 12 steps literally come from the Bible. Um, So I remember going into this program and uh, sitting down with a woman and checking in with her and she had explained to me that um, getting to know God is like dating God. Because when you date somebody, it's like dating. So when you date somebody, you ask them questions, you get to know them, you spend time with them, um, you learn about them, they learn about you. And so I really, like, I understood that. And um, it made so much sense to me. So Dating God is the name of this sermon. Um, Pastor Stan suggested that I preach on Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, and I started seeing it everywhere. So Christmas time, I got all of, like, I'm a Jesus freak. Everyone knows that in my family, right? So Christmas time, I get, like, all kinds of Jesus stuff. Right here, one of them, I love Jesus. It's a clip, see? Yeah. So I get that kind of stuff for Christmas. And so after Pastor Stan had suggested that I preach, on Proverbs 3.5, I went home and I started seeing Proverbs 3.5 everywhere in the Bible. So I have a Bible that my dad gave me um, before he passed away. And I got a Bible cover for it years ago. And it's Proverbs 3.5 on that. And there was this little stone and it's Proverbs 3.5. And just it's literally everywhere in a clip, a visor clip on my car. And I'm like, what the heck? This is crazy. Um, so, and then I was like, okay, I guess this is what I'm supposed to do. Because honestly, like to be totally truthfully honest, like I'm wicked uncomfortable and like this isn't what I want to do. But I know, that, I know that God has called me to do this because he says that, and then I just see all of these signs everywhere. Um, so my first introduction to God was when I called out to him. I was totally broken um, in a hotel room all alone, and I cried out to him, and I asked him. I literally just said, help me, God. I can't do this anymore. Um, so the first um, thing is trust. I struggle with trust, and you may too. Water. 
there are many reasons why I struggle with trust, but um, two points I would like to make is broken promises and people lie. So a couple years ago, I was in a courtroom and um, I had trusted this lawyer and I didn't have rep representation myself, it was someone else's lawyer, and I literally signed a piece of paper and I signed like something that I should not have signed because I trusted him. And I'm still dealing with the consequences of that today um, and still fighting for my rights back that I signed away because I trusted a lawyer. Um, so my main point with that is like, you just don't trust anyone, right? Um, I spent the majority of my life trusting things of this world to like make me feel comfortable, right? So um, it wasn't until everything else failed me, right? I, I didn't come to God until everything else failed me. Um, so I have a story with this, with trusting God. I'm in uh, Dorchester, and I had gone through the 12 steps through the first program that I was at, and so now I'm going to my second program. And I have this book, and it's called Be Your Best You Now by Joel Osteen. And in this book, it's talking about how we need to trust God with every area of our life. And it was talking about finances and all of this stuff. And um, so I'm in this program. I have no money. I don't have a job. I'm 27 years old, and I have no clue how to live life. And um, I had to go on job search the next day because I need a job to pay rent and like live life that I don't even know how to do. And so... The book that I read the night before said I needed to trust God. I had a pack of Newport 100s. I don't smoke anymore. I had a pack of Newport 100s and an EBT card for food stamps. And I went out on job search. And I was talking to God. And I was like, okay, I'm going to give everything I have away for you in hopes that you're going to um, show me that I can trust you, right? So I go out to... I'm like in South Boston, handing out Newports to people, buying food for the homeless, asking them if they like Reese's. Um, it's just absolute insanity. It's awesome. It's great. So I'm just giving everything I have, and I'm going into all these places, and I'm filling out applications, and I'm not getting any luck. And then I go to this last place, and I walk into this restaurant, and it is uh, high class in, in South Boston, a nice restaurant. I walk in and I get hired on the spot and I get the exact amount of money that I need with the exact amount of hours to make rent. And I literally left there. I was like, oh my God, this is literally because I gave everything away for God. Everybody told me that I was just lucky, but I knew that it was because I had done this thing with God where I was like, okay, I'm gonna trust you and see what you do. And this is what he did. So, and everyone thought I was crazy because I tried to tell them that story, but, well, and anyone that knows me knows that I'm a little crazy. Okay. So, the second part, lean not on your own understanding. The word lean in Hebrew means to make comfortable. I did not come up with that. Pastor Stan gave me that. Thank you. Um, the problem is that we all want to be comfortable, right? Because, like, I love staying comfortable. This is wicked uncomfortable. Like, I don't even want to be here, but, like, I'm here, so... This is wicked uncomfortable. I have found that it is only through being uncomfortable that I have grown, right? I'm constantly being offended and telling, like in the beginning of my recovery, I'm constantly being offended, telling what I'm doing wrong, this isn't right, blah, blah, blah. And only through that was I able to grow and become a better person. So we wanna, we wanna, we wanna be comfortable. You can stay comfortable if you want, 
to stay exactly where you are. Or you could be uncomfortable, grow, and live a better life. Um, I have a story for this. So, what were we doing? Me and Chloe were driving to San Diego's to pick up food for my son's father. And I got a phone call from Pastor David and Pastor Stan. And they asked me if I wanted to be a youth leader to go to Monadnock. Now, this is a Christian camp with, like, little, like, pure, beautiful children. (laughs) And I'm like, you have the wrong person. Like, literally, I'm not your girl. Like, I really want to. That sounds amazing. Like, yes, I would love to do this, but, like, you got the wrong person. Like, I should not be leading any youth anywhere. Um, (laughs) So... I got emotional, too, because he asked me to do this, and I, and I want to do it, but, like, my understanding tells me that, like, I'm not good enough and that I shouldn't be doing it, and, and I just can't do it, you know? And um, from my past, learning, like, that I need to step out of my comfort zone and not lean on what my mind tells me, I said yes. So I said yes, and I... <laughs> was really nervous and really scared and even driving up there this is a funny I'm driving up with all like I have like four youth in my car and I'm driving so slow that a state trooper pulls behind me and puts his lights on and I'm like of course I'm gonna get pulled over with all of these kids it's awful but um they didn't pull me over they just wanted me to move out of the way so like I move out of the way and they keep going like thank you Jesus like I cannot handle this you know I'm like freaking out so I get to um, Monadnock, and David tells me that he wants me to be the youth leader for an entire section. So we have a section over here of a ton of kids, and a section over here of a ton of kids. And he wants me, because apparently I'm like wicked energetic and wicked cool, I don't see all this, like I'm like, I'm not that person. He's like, I want you to run to the front, and you're going to get team leader, and then you're going to lead all of these people on this side, and you're going to get them pumped up and energetic and all this crazy stuff, and I'm like, no, no, I can't do this, I can't do this, I'm literally in the back freaking out, I can't do this, I can't do this, I reached out to my sponsor, I'm like texting my friends, and I'm like, I can't do this, I can't do this, and um, she said to me, God, let's see, don't, I got this, I got this, God doesn't call the equipped, he equips the called. Right. That's what it was. And I read that and I was like, all right. And I just remember sitting there and I'm like, God, please help me to step into everything that you want me to be because I literally want to do everything that you want me to do, but I don't know how to do it. Like, I literally don't know what I'm doing. This is crazy. I can't even believe you're doing this. What the heck's going on? And all of a sudden, they're like, team leader. And I was in the back row, and there was two people, or one woman ahead of me who was like in the middle row, and I just booked it to the front of the room, and I have no clue. I'm like up there, I'm like, how did I even get here? This is crazy. So like I spent the entire time leading these kids and getting them pumped up and being crazy, and it was so uncomfortable, like literally the most uncomfortable feeling in the world. Then they wanted me to get them to do a chant, and that was even more uncomfortable. It was just like uh, just too much, you know? But I just kept doing it. I just kept stepping out, and I had all these amazing experiences with these young women, and they were sharing and opening their hearts to me, and I was able to pour some truth into their hearts, and it was just so beautiful. So like I got wicked uncomfortable, and I got to experience the most beautiful things ever. Um... And now, this is crazy. This is actually even crazier. So then, me and Pastor were having lunch at Panera, 
And he was like, I could, I could get you to go to France. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, I'll go. Like, not even, like, thinking anything, you know? And then, like, a couple of days later, he's like, you're going to France. I'm going to go to France as a pilgrim um, because of Faith Community Church and go spend time with Jesus for 10 days and go running. I'm going to be able to run. I love running. And just go chill in France. Now, had I not had stepped out of my comfort zone and leaned on God's understanding, not leaned on my own understanding, but leaned on what God wanted me to do, I would not be here right now. Like, I got to lead a youth group. I also lead the youth girls every Saturday. Every other Saturday, we meet and we do a devotional together, and I get to, like, have relationships with them, and I'm going to France. And had I just done what I wanted to do, I could potentially not even be here right now, just chilling in my house watching cartoons with my son, you know? Um, Acknowledge God. On my own, I am nothing, literally nothing. Um, But with him, I I have and am becoming everything I thought I could never be. So my past has shown me that, so the life that I used to live before I knew God was a very dark, dark place, and it was very sad and lonely. And I invited God into my life, and, and I started this relationship with him, and these amazing things are happening. And I, I'm the mother that I've always wanted to be. I'm the mother that I always needed. I'm, like, literally everything I thought I couldn't be. Um, I acknowledge this in my social media posts. So I have a strategy to this. I tell a story or whatever I'm going to talk about, and I leave God for the very end because I want to capture everybody's attention, and then I throw Jesus in and let them know that Jesus is it, you know? And so acknowledging him. I acknowledge him in everything because, like, I know that by myself I can't do any of this. Like, I, by myself, I am nothing. And so I acknowledge him in all of my Facebook posts. I know that there are people in my life who were, like, stop giving God all the credit. Like, you need to take credit too. Like, no, I'm not taking any credit because I literally even have to pray for the willingness to, like, be better. You know what I mean? So, and people get mad at me, and that's cool, but I know it's not me because God is working through me. This morning, if you don't get anything out of my message, start acknowledging God for the good things in your life. Imagine they were in the wrong order. That would be all right, though, right? So we just did acknowledge. Okay. He will make your path straight. So without God, my life is absolute chaos. And anybody that knows me knows that this is true from my past and even still today. Like, even today, like, if I, and you ask my daughter, in the morning when we're, like, getting ready for church and my son's, like, throwing everything everywhere and she's not picking out an outfit quick enough and, like, life is happening. I got to be here. I got to teach Sunday school, which I wasn't prepared for for the night before because, like, I don't prepare for anything. And I'm just freaking out. And I'm probably swearing and I probably shouldn't be. And I'm just getting so upset. And I literally, like, stop and pray. Jesus, help me, please, because I need to be a better mom. I want to have patience. I don't want to be everything that I, you know what I mean? I want to be better than what I had, and I'm not being that because I'm on my own strength. And so when I ask God to help me, he makes my path straight. Um, The difference from today and back then is that I'm able to, like when things go crazy and I'm like chaos, I'm able to bring it right back. 
so much quicker. Before, like literally, I'd stay in chaos for like a month and then like finally ask for help. But like now, when chaos happens, when I'm freaking out on my daughter, I'm like, okay, pray, and then I apologize, and we move on. And she tells me I'm the best mom in the world, so that works. Um, so, and I wanted to, so that's the last part? We're almost done. This was nice, right, guys? <laughs> this didn't even go bad. I like literally, yeah, it's good, it's good. So I also wanted to share this last thing that I do. So I am currently um, always in court, okay? So we'll just leave it at that because my baby's in the room. Um, and I have put together this ring of index cards, and on each one is a Bible verse. And what I do um, when I'm sitting in court and I'm feeling absolutely worthless and I hate myself and I feel like I'm not good enough and I feel like I'm never going to like get what I'm here to get, I open up this cards and I read them because I need to renew my mind constantly because me by myself, I don't feel like I'm good enough. I don't feel like I'm pretty enough. I don't feel like I'm smart enough. I feel like I'm never going to get what I need to get. And I'm just like, I just beat myself up. So I have these things and this is what I do. I sit in the courtroom for the hours that I'm sitting there and I just read all of them. Let's see. He must increase and I must decrease. Then the Lord answered me and said, write a vision and make it plain upon a tablet so that a runner can read it. And like there's all these little things. Oh, trust in the Lord with all your heart. <laughs> Do not rely on your own intelligence. Acknowledge him in all you do and he will make your path straight. Um, without God, I wouldn't be the mother that I am today. I wouldn't be, like, yesterday I threw a crazy party for my, my daughter, and there was, like, 50 kids, and I got slimed. I hate slime, but I did it for her, and then I slimed her. Um, and, like, I wouldn't be able to do any of that without God. And, um, it was all because I decided almost four years ago to surrender, stop trusting myself, and look to him for strength. And I do that in every area of my life. And one of the things that my sponsor also told me is to invite God into every area of your life. So I, I, I ask you today to just take something small that you want to trust God with and see how he is going to do for you what he's done for me. Thank you. want to thank you so much for bringing that word to us, Angelica. Trusting the Lord. It's not always easy, but it is so very necessary. Oftentimes we find that we come across just everyday things in our lives, whether it's getting ready to come to church, getting ready in our, our normal everyday life, and we just have to give it over to God and just say, we're just going to make you a part of this moment, God, and just please just be with us.
sometimes there are things that are just weighing so heavily on our heart that we go into the week that we just really need to bring it to God and just say, this is for you. I do this for you. I trust in you. At this time here at Faith Community Church, we offer that invitation to each and everyone who is here and present. That there is such power, such tremendous power in love when you just bring it to the cross. When you just come forward and say, God, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. I don't know how this problem is going to be resolved. I don't know how this relationship is going to be healed and fixed. But I don't need to know. I don't need to know the way. I trust in you. As a family, as children of God, you are invited to come during our closing song to come and pray. You need not say what it is if, if you don't want to, but just to come and just to say, I just need somebody to stand here and just to pray with me, just to pray over me so that God can hear your prayers and instill in you and plant within you a seed of love and mercy and deep, deep grace.